Okay, well, let's look at the first verse, yeah? I'll read it and then we can just talk a bit about it. What will you say to those whose lives spring up between custom and circumstance, as weeds between wet stones, whose lives corruptly flower, warped from the beautiful, refuse and sediment their means of sustenance? What will you say to them? Well, there's quite a lot in that opening yes. verse. Yes, yes. Yes, so first, what's the first line? What will you say to those whose lives spring up between custom and circumstance? Yes. Those whose lives are circumscribed, yeah. who have no freedom of action. Their lives are determined by external conditions, huh? who don't have freedom. I've recently been quite concerned with this idea of uh, freedom because I've been doing a bit of, or study one might say, of the existentialists, for whom, of course, the whole notion or idea of friendship is quite fundamental. So here I envisage a situation where people are just cramped and limited by their surroundings, mm. limited in all sorts of ways. So they've no freedom, they can't really live as human beings. And of course, I give various examples of how their lives are constrained. So these words, custom and circumstance, yes. what's that describing in particular? Well, if I think of India, of course, I think of the caste system, and I think of economic circumstances. Mm. But of course, those words apply universally, and they're true not just of India. We all grow up in environments where there's different customs, and some customs are very cramping, aren't they? Yes. So then we grow up as weeds between wet stones, whose lives corruptly flower, warped from the beautiful. Yes, I rather like those phrases. Corruptly flower. There's a flowering. Yeah? But if you're a weed, it's the flowering of a weed. It's not particularly beautiful. Of course, some people say that weeds are beautiful. But yes, this is from a different point of view. Indeed. And the wet stones you know, represent the custom and circumstance. So I have in my mind an image of two big stones and then there's some poor little weed growing up between them. And it can't expand itself. And it does, it does produce a bit of a flower, but it's not really much to look at. People's lives, the sort of people I'm thinking of, are a bit like that. And they corruptly flower. I think at the back of my mind I had an echo of Baudelaire's Flowers of Evil. Even evil produces flowers, but they're corrupt. So evil's quite a strong word, Vanti. Yes, of course, I haven't used it here. Mm. It's Baudelaire who is using it, you know, for that particular poem. Is there evil in Buddhism? Mm, well, it depends how you translate various Pali and Sanskrit words. I do know, I have heard of some people in a movement who don't like the word evil, but that may be, I think, because they haven't fully faced up to what they themselves might be capable of given a change in circumstances. Evil is a very strong word. There's physical evil, like physical suffering, the suffering of illness, the suffering of separation from people we love. These are, as it were, objective evils. But then there's moral evil, and of course the great moral evil in simple terms, it's just selfishness, self-centeredness, egoism, pride, conceit. Yeah? That's moral evil. The wish to harm others, even. Yeah, cruelty. 
cruelty. We have plenty of examples of that in our own day, even this day itself, if we look around the world. So I think we shouldn't be afraid to use that word evil, you know, where it's appropriate. Yeah, so the verse carries on, warped from the beautiful, and then it says, refuse and sediment, their means of sustenance. Warped from the beautiful. We know what warping means. Yeah. If you have a piece of unseasoned wood and you expose it to the air, it warps, it twists. So that sort of constraint to life doesn't just limit you, it distorts you, it distorts your personality. And it warps you from the beautiful. Hmm? Has you been in different circumstances, you could have grown up as it were beautiful in every way. But since you're a weed between wet stones, well, you can't grow up beautiful. There is some beauty there, because you're human after all, but it's warped, it's twisted. And then, of course, the verse ends with a question that gets repeated. Yeah. What will you say to them? Yes. Yeah. This is like a chorus. Yeah, it is. Yeah. 